In this episode, we're going to hear three very weird and strange encounters. But before we get to the stories, I want to mention there are two new channels of mine that you should definitely check out. The first is Donovan Dread 2, where I release the same great content, just a little shorter in length. Then there's Dread Captures, where we analyze various encounters that were captured on video, that were sent in to us, or that are available online. So if you're digging my content, make sure to hit that subscribe button, and I'll keep narrating these creepy encounters. Now let's get to the stories. Hi Donovan, I have kind of a different story for you. This happened last year when I was out behind my house. I live near Charlestown, West Virginia, and I have about 20 acres that's mostly wooded. We hunt on my property, and when I say we, I mean my two brothers and my dad. Also, sometimes my cousins come join us too. I mostly archery hunt, and this happened late fall of 2021 during archery. Now this day, I was out by myself. It was sometime in early November. Now let me preface this by saying that I love listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm always listening to it when I work. And the reason I say that is because I remember this one episode where Joe was talking with someone about centipedes and how he was so freaked out by them. They were talking about a centipede killing a mouse and how crazy it was. This was a while ago, maybe two or three years ago when I heard that episode. So my encounter happens when I'm in my tree stand. I've been there since early morning and there wasn't that much activity. Then I heard something small coming through the woods. It was a rabbit that just wandered below me and he was eating some grass. He didn't even notice me from above. Then, about a minute later, I heard something else coming through the woods. This time, though, it sounded bigger. I was thinking that maybe it's a deer or bobcat or even a bear. It was making quite a bit of noise. Now, the leaves were mostly on the ground at this point in November, but not completely off the trees. I could hear the leaves rustling, and then this thing comes into my view that looks like a ginormous centipede. I kid you not. This thing had to be at least three feet in length. I've never seen anything like it before in my life. It's running probably about 15 miles per hour, which doesn't sound like much, but, but that's really fast for something that size moving through the woods. It came barreling around this tree and stopped. Then it lifted up the front part of its body, as to sense its surroundings. It could sense that rabbit that I saw. At this point, the rabbit knew something was there, because he could hear it. He was looking all alert, but he couldn't see this thing from where he was standing. This centipede-looking thing darted for the rabbit and grabbed it and ran off. It like grabbed it with the front part of its body while it was running on the back part of its body. The strangest thing that I've ever seen. I don't understand what it was, how it got there, or if it's an invasive species. All I know is that I don't ever want to see that thing again. If it would bite you or sting you, I don't know, whatever those things do, I'm sure it would cause some serious pain. Lord knows I can't run that fast. It was like something out of an alien movie. It was scary as hell. Anyways, take care and thanks for reading my story. I don't want to give too many specifics. I'm afraid those guys with guns will come asking questions if I do. I live in upstate New York. 
and I'm fortunate enough to have miles of peaceful hiking trails within a half-hour drive. It was a Sunday morning, and I wanted to get out and hike a trail that I hadn't been on for a while. This particular trail was usually a little more crowded, so I avoided it, but it had some beautiful vistas, and I was in need of some soul-soothing after this week at work. That morning, I followed my usual pre-hike routine and stopped for a cup of coffee at the diner at the edge of town. I was good friends with the owner, and I always let him know when I was heading out for a day trip and what time I would be back. Hiking 101, always let someone know when you're hitting the trail. Leaving town and heading towards the mountains, a group of three park ranger SUVs with flashing lights overtook and passed me on the road. Seeing them wasn't too unusual. After all, there are a lot of state parks in the vicinity, but they seemed to be in quite a rush, and I'm pretty sure they didn't have the standard National Park Service emblem painted on their vehicle anywhere. I had a 45-minute drive, so I put the news on to catch up on some recent events. I couldn't stomach more than 10 minutes of that, though. As soon as I killed the radio, I heard this noise coming from straight over ahead. I slowed down and poked my head out the window, looking up, and sure enough, there were two helicopters heading in the same direction that I was. Just great. Probably a missing hiker. I know it's selfish, and I'll admit it, but my only thought in that moment was, I hope they hadn't closed off the trail. I'd blown off plans with some co-workers so I could hike this trail, and if I drove all the way out here just to turn around, that would stink. When I finally got there, I parked in this small lot at the trailhead. I was relieved to see the path wasn't roped off, and there was only one car there, so I would have the trail basically all to myself. I heard the choppers once or twice after I'd gotten started, but I didn't see them again and they sounded pretty far off. Hopefully they found whoever was missing, and quickly. I just wanted a quiet walk in the woods without any modern interruptions. I'd even left my phone in the car since I didn't get service anyway. I tend to look down when I'm hiking, on the lookout for any roots or rocks that cause me to trip, only looking up often enough to ensure I didn't walk face first into a branch. I'd been going this way for a good hour and a half when I saw it. Some kind of mega-sized paw print stuck out clearly on the trail. I had seen black bears while I was out before, and though not common, it happened enough for me to want to carry bear spray in my pack. I followed the prints another few feet, and they went off trail. I'm not a hunter or a tracker, so I couldn't follow them off the trail. I was a little freaked out, but I'd never heard of anyone actually being attacked. I just decided to carry my bear spray in hand and keep tracking. I'd only gone a few more miles before I decided to take another rest and grab a drink of water. The sun was pretty high in the sky at this point, and it was getting hot. I found a big enough rock to sit under a tree and sat down for a minute. As soon as I did, I heard shouting coming from up ahead around this bend in the trail. It sounded like a man's voice. I couldn't make out what he was saying. I was worried that maybe he had seen the bear or something. But then I remembered the potential missing hiker and thought it must be them or maybe somebody who found them and was yelling for help. I stashed my canteen and started off in a trot towards the voice. I kept my bear spray handy, though, just in case. I rounded the bed and was immediately hit with this wall of stench like I've never smelled before. It was so bad that I actually stopped on my tracks, trying to hold back this morning's coffee. The shouting was getting louder, 
and now I could pick up what sounded like multiple voices. Between trying not to puke and trying to listen to the yelling, I only first caught the thing out of the corner of my eye. Something had stepped off from behind a large tree onto the trail only about 20 feet away. Something massive. Turning to give it my full attention, I was, well, I can't really describe what I felt. Terror is probably the best I can get. Whatever this thing was had to be at least nine feet tall. Thick, curly brown hair covered it from head to toe, and its arms had to be at least four feet long. Everything about this screamed ape or some kind of prehistoric creature, except its face. I could make out what definitely looked like humanish features, just bigger and oversized. I don't know. I couldn't help but to make eye contact. The thing was staring right at me. I was squeezing the can of bear spray so hard that I thought I was going to break it. I didn't even notice the smell at this point. The creature slowly raised its arms into the air, and I braced for whatever was about to happen. It stopped with its arms stretched out, palms facing me. The kind of gesture you would make to someone if you're trying to avoid a fight. The creature's eyes were wide, and its lips seemed like they were trembling. I think it was afraid. Another shout came from close by up the trail. The look of terror passed this creature's face. It gave me one last look and then bolted off the path into the undergrowth. I should have heard it crashing through the forest long after that, being how big it was. But almost suddenly as it disappeared, I stopped hearing it. I stood there in shock. What the hell had I just witnessed? Not a minute later, three guys came running down the trail towards me and slowed down as soon as they saw me. These guys were dressed in all black, each one carrying an assault rifle. Now, I'm not much of a gun guy, but these things look like they would be used in a war zone. They approached me and started hammering me with questions. What was I doing here? Was I alone? What was my name? I gave them my name, my real name. Looking back, I really wish I hadn't. But when you see something like I just saw, and then three armed men appear from nowhere and begin questioning you, you're really not thinking strategically. They told me that there was a bear attack nearby and that I needed to turn around and leave the trail immediately. I had absolutely no objections. When we parted, I heard one of them say over the radio, civilian returning to the trailhead, ETA 90 minutes. I made it in 60. I heard the helicopters a lot more on the way back. When I got back to my car, there was another guy sitting on a dirt bike, dressed in all black and sporting the same type of rifle. The other car was gone, and the guy didn't say a word to me just watched me as I got back in my Jeep and drove off. I got back home and just sat on the couch the rest of the day. I closed all the blinds, too. I didn't even want to glance outside. I checked the local news a few days afterwards and never saw any mention of a bear attack. I asked around with a few trail vets that I knew, and one or two had heard the same rumors, but nothing concrete. I haven't been hiking since, not on that trail or any other. I think about that incident almost every single day. I remembered how scared that thing was, and how it could have ripped me apart, too, if it wanted to. I wonder if it got away. Honestly, I hope it did. Hey, Donovan. Thank you for reading this. I don't know if I'll ever be able to truly get over the experience I had, but I may as well share it to try to get some relief. Earlier this year, 
Honestly, towards the beginning, I saw some unexplainable stuff. More specifically, an unexplainable entity. I say entity because truthfully, I don't know if there is any other way to describe what it was. It was so out there, but I'll start at the beginning. During the winter months, my family and I stay up at a lodge in Nebraska with my grandparents. It's kind of peaceful there most years, and I was having a nice time during the first few days. It was a week where there wasn't a ridiculous amount of snow. The weather was kind of letting up, a generally positive atmosphere. Then one night, out of absolutely nowhere, I experienced one of the most terrifying moments of my life. My room in the lodge is at the top, in the attic. See, I've always loved having that room, because there's this massive bay window that opens up, and when you climb out of it, you can actually sit on the roof and look at the stars. I did this all the time, so being on the roof was never intimidating for me, or anything like that. So on this night, I'm doing my normal nightly routine of getting ready for bed. Everything is fine at first, until I hear this crazy loud buzzing. Buzzing as in bugs. But during the winter, there at least, there are hardly ever any bugs around. It's too cold. I'm sitting there then, wondering where this sound could possibly be coming from. It's so intense that it sounds like it could be a swarm of some kind. I'm not someone who is particularly afraid of bugs, but with buzzing like that, anyone would be a bit creeped out. The rough bit was when I realized that the intensity of the buzzing was not a swarm. It was not coming from a large group of bugs, but rather one large bug monster thing. Our cabin is in a complex of similar ones, all set up in a row. Each is built in a similar style, and so each has a roof. I heard a loud slam sound on the roof next to mine. Slowly I turned, and I'm still coming to terms with what I saw. Standing there on the roof next to mine was the source of this buzzing. It stood probably about five feet tall, the height of a middle schooler, but that didn't make it seem less intimidating. It looked human-esque in shape, its limbs, but those limbs were covered in what looked like feathers or fur, some kind of black material that was certainly not skin. It kept looking at me the whole time, making this noise, examining me. I was freaked. I wanted to scream, but I also was a bit frozen trying to process what it was that I was looking at. It had a face that was indescribable, almost as though it had no face at all. But what it did have were eyes. I see its eyes now. Every time I'm scared, every time I have a nightmare. They were red and they were massive. They were also reflective. You could tell since the moon was kind of bouncing off them. I wasn't quite sure what to do or how to react. So instead, I simply kept watching in hopes that it would eventually get bored and go away. But it didn't. I don't know how long we sat out there, but I can tell you that I nearly froze to death on how cold it was getting. I didn't want to move, though. I couldn't. So for at least 10 minutes, we had this staring match. Then, like a miracle, it finally decided it was done looking at me. I had seen its wings laying against its body, nearly touching its feet with their length the whole time. I had wondered what they would look like outstretched or in flight, as scary as it was. I found that out when its wings became outstretched. The wingspan was something absolutely sickening, certainly more than the length of the creature's body. It was odd, though, because unlike the rest of its features, the wings on it didn't look like traditional insect-like wings. 
Instead, they were like some impressive leathery material, certainly looking strong and not easily breakable. I wondered what the hell it was doing there and where it came from, but truthfully, I hope I never know. I watched it take flight, still making that sickening noise that makes me jump any time there's a butterfly around me. It flapped around in a circle a few times, and I didn't know if it was trying to tell me something or if it was simply trying to show off. When it was out of my field of vision, only then I started climbing back inside. My hands and feet felt like they were totally numb. For the rest of the night, I just stood there inside at the bay window looking out, simultaneously trying to catch another glimpse and hoping I never saw it again. All at once I was disgusted, elated, curious, and confused. I never did end up seeing it again. I've also never sat up there again on the roof. I'm afraid that if I do, I'll call it back somehow. Thanks for watching and let me know what you think of these stories in the comments below. Don't forget that you can listen to my episodes on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. I try to upload every single day on this channel and on Donovan Dread 2, where I release shorter content. Same great encounters, just a little bit shorter. Also, if you want to see crazy encounters captured on trail cams, then check out Dread Captures. It's part of the Dread Network, where we go over live footage of very strange encounters that are sent into the Facebook group or videos that are circulating on the web. Last but certainly not least, check out Lilith Dread. She releases the same great content daily on her channel. You'll find all of these links below. Thanks and take care.